Greetings. We're back. It is your weekly Tech Law 10 from Dwayne Morris. I'm Eric Sinrod in San Francisco, joined by my colleague Jonathan Armstrong in the UK. And speaking of the UK, how about the EU as we're going with these different initials? Uh, Jonathan, I know you've been thinking about uh, the safe harbor and data transfers out of the EU. What do you have to tell us today? Yeah, well, thank you, uh, Eric. I'm temporarily actually in New York, so I'm speaking to you from the Duane Morris office uh, on Times Square, where I have to tell you it's a little bit chaotic. Apparently there's some minor league uh, football game or something that's, that's going to take place over the next week or so. Um, so it's surprisingly popular. There seems to, uh, they seem to have garnered some interest in their, uh, in their little game. But um, anyhow, on another, on another um, much more uh, important point to the American people, I'm sure, um, there have been developments recently in the Safe Harbor Scheme. So just as a recap, the Safe Harbor Scheme uh, permits uh, European personal data to be transferred to U.S. corporations. Uh, we've done uh, a number of registrations for various corporations, and what they do is they go along to the Department of Commerce, they fill in a form, they promise to do various things, they set up an independent dispute resolution scheme to deal with any complaints that should arise from their handling of European data, and then that uh, license, if you like, is renewable annually. If they renew the license, then they have a special status with the European data protection authorities. That's a very brief oversimplification of the scheme, but you get the picture. Now, we've talked about this before. There's been some long-running criticism of the scheme, in particular from a um, research organization called Galaxia, based in Australia. And uh, a few years ago, they persuaded some German regulators to get excited about this. The issue more or less, um, uh, people more or less lost interest in the issue until Edward Snowden's revelations when some people think, in my view, wrongly, that if uh, a number of U.S. corporations had not have been in safe harbor, then the U.S. authorities would not have been able to look at the personal data of citizens in Europe. And there's been a political movement uh, to re-examine safe harbor as a result. And there have been three dimensions to that, really. First of all, the EU issued a plan asking the U.S. authorities and those corporations that were under safe harbor to take their responsibilities much more seriously. Secondly, I'm seeing a, a, a material increase in the uh, due diligence that's being applied by the Department of Commerce when corporations apply, so they're taking a closer look at their data privacy policies, at their arbitration schemes, for example. And thirdly, we saw last week some uh, 12 uh, settlements proposed by the Federal Trade Commission against a number of corporations running sports franchises, BitTorrent, uh, a firm of accountants, uh, and various others for their uh, uh, alleged false certification to the safe harbor standard. And it seems very much as if the U.S. authorities are responding to this long-standing criticism. Interestingly, the FTC's announcement 
specifically mentions Galaxia as having uh, informed these investigations. Now, at the same time, we have this ongoing debate about the wider EU regulation on data privacy. Just this morning, the European Commission, who had proposed this new regulation that we've talked about before, seemed to almost have admitted defeat with their ambition to get the uh, new laws through before the European Parliament breaks up in March this year. And uh, Vice President Vivian Redding, the EU's Justice Commissioner, said that uh, she thinks that the end of um, 2014 might now be more realistic. I think that just confirms what we've said all along, uh, Eric, that, that unfortunately the way in which this debate has worked, there hasn't been consensus. There have been thousands of proposed amendments to these rules, and perhaps the Commission is now realizing that uh, putting everything in one basket and seeking to push through Europe-wide laws on a very complex subject and in a way that's never been done before in Europe, particularly for, for legislation uh, for consumers, uh, was perhaps uh, a little too ambitious. So it's been a very busy week in terms of the transfer of data between uh, Europe and the US. I think most US corporations particularly will need to reevaluate the way they transfer data in light of those developments. And in my view, this is just a taste of things to come. Uh, I think Galaxia highlighted way more than 12 corporations that they thought had made uh, misstatements in their uh, safe harbor claims. And, and my gut feel is we're going to see a number of uh, additional FTC and DOC pieces of activity prior to the EU re-evaluating the safe harbor scheme and that re-evaluation scheduled for May. So I wondered what you thought about that, uh, Eric, and whether you think U.S. corporations uh, are, whether Europe is important enough for most U.S. corporations to put in that effort. Well, I think, first of all, these recent developments are very interesting, and thank you for pointing them out. And of course, U.S. corporations have had to be mindful of requirements in Europe, because, you know, from a broad brush standpoint, generally speaking, you know, it's our impression that uh, the EU uh, is more strict in terms of privacy protection, and so therefore, uh, you know, when there's data flow between the U.S. and, and the EU, uh, U.S. corporations have to be mindful of those EU rules and not just requirements we have here in the U.S., and it can get somewhat nettlesome, as you know, Jonathan. Uh, my only other point is uh, you sort of missed out on a little bit on the alphabet soup here. I pointed out UK and EU, and then you said you were in New York, but you didn't say you didn't say NYC. You talked about I'm sorry. <laughs> you, forgot to, you forgot to say FTC when it comes to the Federal Trade Commission. So you know you're, you're slacking a little bit, and then your reference to our our, you know, our minor league football game. You know there might be a few Americans here thinking this is the super duper bowl. Uh, I know. <laughs> From where you come from, football is an entirely different sport. Uh, it's what we call soccer. But, yes, we do have an exciting Super Bowl coming up. I regret to say the San Francisco 49ers will not be there as they were last year. They, they came close but a little bit shy. But, as they say, there's always next year. So this has been your weekly uh, Tech Law 10. Uh, I'm Eric Sinrod in San Francisco. 
uh, joined by Jonathan Armstrong right now in our beautiful New York office, uh, momentarily, of course. Uh, my email address is ejsinrod at duanemorris.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. I think last week I made the mistake and I called it litter. <laughs> it, is, it is Twitter. We have LinkedIn and Twitter. We don't have litter, uh, to my knowledge. Anyway, Jonathan, why don't you wrap it up? Bring it on home. Yeah, I'm uh, JP Armstrong at DwayneMorris.com. Um, for any aggrieved uh, American football fans, uh, I guess I should uh, say that I'll only be in the office uh, f- for another few minutes, so don't come hunting me down. <laughs> and, um, and, and so long as they don't catch up with me, I'll, uh, we'll speak to you uh, again next week. And all that remains is to say thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye-bye.